What's up, everyone? We're coming back to you from another day at the races. We're back for Brick Squad Day. Squad, Fire! squad, squad. It's 1017. <laughs> that means it's time for Waka Flocka Flame, Gucci Mane, and OJ yeah. to Juice Man talk for the next two and a half Whoa. hours. We're going to talk birthdays. We're going to talk about current plans. We're going to talk about 1017 getting back together. Eventually going to have a concert live on Virtual Homework Podcast Radio. I'm here with my host, Why Dana. Why can't you, like, I'm brief Sam, me you know on this me. kind of shit? <laughs> like, we're, we were talking about fucking... I totally did. We were talking did. about seltzer water, and then you're like... Gucci main talk. <laughs> What's going on with the Brick Squad? <laughs> <laughs> I, I messaged you, like, a couple days ago. I'm like, oh... Remember Brick Squad 1017 podcast is on Brick Squad what, Day. Is that what, and the, what I the expected? F- I expected you to be so down. What the fuck is Brick Squad Day? Well, they you know 1017 yeah. Brick Squad. What's the day today? I thought that, that was just a number. I didn't know that was a date. Well, I don't. I think it's. I don't know what it means. It's, it's brick like, related, like probably. Like 17, but it's 1017. Not 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 1738. That's Fetty Wap Day. I, 30, I got that. 30, 38. That's not even a day. Nineteen thirty-eight <laughs> is the day we celebrate Betty Wop's <laughs> grandparents' birthday. So what? But no, want to know what else the day is today? It's theme song day. What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. I remembered it that time. That's right. You, you I, didn't I like think when I was we do gonna... the theme song like ninety percent of the way through the episode. Sometimes, <laughs> you mean the one time we did it, like uh, last episode. It was pretty better. dope. It got people excited for when the podcast it, was it's really starting. Better when than we started f- talking about cash trading. That's that's for sure. Is it? <laughs> um, but yeah, in the I guess spirit of Halloween, uh, October. I think what we kind of played is a little bit of a spooky game, or has spooky tones to it, or... You gotta be fucking <laughs> kidding me if you think we're gonna get into the game immediately. Because I got things oh, to talk about. I God. have follow-up questions every single time we play video games. The first thing, the first thing I want to say, say no. is that... No, we're just, we're, we're moving on. I, I beat Earthbound. I played like another 75% oh, no, through I was the just game. Gonna, I, you could do your questions, but just my answer was probably going to be no. All right. Do you want to hear what I have to say about yes, Earthbound? I what? I thought you were going to at least like give a joke no, though. I, You're weak. <laughs> my co-host is, is weak-willed here. But yeah, I I beat Earthbound. Uh, I, I know that you weren't super into it, or maybe not to say you weren't into it, but you definitely did not enjoy the game as much yeah. as you thought you would. So I... As a busy person with your two full-time MMO jobs, uh, probably didn't go back and play I Earthbound. Did not, but I, I went ahead and beaten it, or, or I went ahead and, and did Was beat it. Was it better after uh, so beating now it? now I've beaten Mother and Mother 2. I would say that the second half of the game did pick up a lot from the first. I think, I think the way that the game worked is that it had a really good, or I shouldn't even say a really good start. Once you got to own net, that was like probably the best part of the mm-hmm. game, like the, the first world of the game. And then it kind of lulled for a while, but once you get like uh, five-ish soundstones, so like the the way the progress I think is is tracked is through these eight soundstones you have yeah. to collect. Uh, I, I would say the second half of the game uh, picked up, and I enjoyed it. I think that it had a satisfying ending. I think that the final boss fight, not to spoil a lot of stuff, was one of the cooler boss fights, one of the creepier boss fights I've ever ever, ever played. 
And uh, I know it's actually notorious for being creepy, but even though I knew it was creepy going into it, I wasn't prepared for what it was. I will say, though, it's unacceptable for a game to take, like, 10 hours to take off. Like, I yeah. like I understand, like, it, the, the, the second half was really good, and, like, I'm, I'm not going to say of, that was a bad I'm time. To I'm not going to change. game says the same thing. There's, like, another game that has, like, like a 40-hour tutorial before it, like, gets good or something like that. There's, like, a lot of Xenoblade Yeah, it, it, I'm, like, like 90 sure it was, like, an RPG, like, Final Fantasy, like, 13 I mean, even shit. Death Stranding took a couple hours to get into it, yeah. but, like, that's a couple hours. This is, like, half the game. I, I'm not going to change my, like, overall rating of the game based on that, but I was I was happy I beat it. That's good. I, I did I did think about something that you, you commented on our Cave Story episode, though. What's that? Uh, the fact that, like, you said something... Or, Really, it's it's a com- combination of our cave story and Earthbound episodes. You you mentioned on Earthbound how you were like so upset uh, in the beginning of this game, kept getting one shotted by enemies. You're like, how could I play this game when everything is killing me in one hit? It's just not fun. And then I was like going back and thinking, this is coming from the mouth of the person who like accidentally played on the <laughs> hard mode of cave story. It's like it's the most satisfying experience. I when you think actually it's completely get through a level, different when you're comparing a platformer. That, that that's 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 really all there is to it. Because like an RPG is like you level up. There's like systems and stuff like that. Versus platform, you're jumping through perilous things and stuff like that. It, it's just different game mechanics. You know, it's more skill based. I think I think the battle system is is a little bit skill. I mean, we we know that you suck from a skill perspective oh in Earthbound. God. We've established this. Yeah. You're just like not like all these Earthbound esports players like they're like <laughs> they're, making they're laughing fun at of you on twitter yeah. you know i saw the thread don't worry one what game made me laugh what's that titanic <laughs> uh a, let, a rift in time or something like that let, let land, me, titanic pre- the land before time can i can i preface this first so like i said earlier uh in the spirit of halloween and like spooky month october whatever i wanted to kind of a pick of a creepy game um when i was a kid and this is the game we played this week. It's Titanic, uh, an adventure through time. This game scared the shit out of me. It came out in 1996. I used to watch my... Scared the shit out of you? When, when I was six years old, I used to watch my brother play it. And like I said, it scared the shit out of me. So I'm like, oh, this game's scary. So that's why I chose it. <laughs> that, like, it's it's that spooky. That and... Um, it's, like, mysterious. Yeah, I think it's atmospheric at points. Um, that and we were talking about titanic pretty heavily like for like four episodes or whatever for some random reason so um that's why i chose it can i just say i know way too much about the fucking titanic now like from notary games and this game and i think like one other like i just know i don't know why i know so much titanic like facts i'm like oh this foyer i recognize this from notary games it's like i like i was like the same statue right yeah, there's like there's so many similarities and I'm like I'm like I kind of know what's in the Titanic and where because I I don't want to know this much about the Titanic. Tita- I would Titanic's I'd rather cool. my brain like have uh the s- solving world hunger <laughs> compartment instead. No, I I don't give a shit really. No, I give a shit about world hunger, but wow. no, I I'm, what I'm saying is I don't it give all, a shit about it all comes out knowing about the Titanic. I just think it's really weird how much I know about the Titanic now. But yeah, we pl- Maybe it wasn't so far fetched. I remember we were like making fun of all the people in the Nonary games for like having all this Titanic knowledge. Little did I know. So like I know my brother was obsessed with the Titanic when I was really young. So it's like I saw like Titanic movie, Titanic games, like all this shit. So it's like I have way too much uh prior knowledge to uh the ship and or the tragedy involved but let's talk a little bit titanic was in vogue in the 90s it just everyone wanted to find that place to paint nude women (laughs) 
<laughs> that was the only you, reason. You've never man. even seen the movie, have you? I have not seen the you movie. You should watch the movie. It's, it's... But I saw the the Jontron episode, which actually featured this game for like five minutes. Which I don't. I feel like it didn't do it justice. But well, no, he actually. So the Jontron had a video on Titanic based games, and he's like, "Oh, the only one that really makes sense is like this one random mystery point and click adventure game from the '90s called Titanic Adventure Through uh, the Land Before Time." Is <laughs> that the name? Of it? <laughs> Titanic Adventure Out of Time. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about what the game is. Um, it is a point-and-click adventure that came out in 1996 from Cyberflix Incorporated. They- so, so to note, before the Titanic movie, this is this is a Titanic game before correct, it was cool. Correct, before the movie and stuff like that, um, had decent reviews and it won some weekly rewards. And it actually came out before the movie, and then the movie came out, and then it actually drastically increase uh, increase the sales of this game um it's basically a point and click adventure where you deal with a story of murder espionage spying theft and kind of just a little bit of uh sleuthing you know yeah you're you're a secret service agent for the british secret service whatever they're called yeah. and you have to investigate a stolen painting on board and and mysterious things happen as you go through your adventure uh, there's actually quite a few weaving plot points. In fact, so many weaving plot points, I kind of lost track a lot of the time. Yeah. And I thought, I th- I thought like there's like this one guy. He's your steward, whatever they call mm-hmm. him. Like the guy, he's kind of like the ship's butler, and he has this thing like, oh, what should I do next? He he's the most useless person in the world. I he just... kind of gives you clues and stuff like that. He's like, oh, maybe she'll talk to this person, then you go talk to that person. Um, there's a NPC in the game called the Purser, which I frequently had to go to because I kept forgetting like the rooms that people were in and stuff like that. First and foremost, you have like almost full free reign of the actual Titanic, like, and it's made in like one-to-one scale so you have to like actually walk through it which you can do like in quick moves and stuff like that but um yeah and i was i was actually surprised i was very overwhelmed in the beginning but by the time i stopped playing this game like i had i had a pretty good idea where everything was on the ship i i think they did a good job uh really placing you in there making everything uh like yeah as as dana said you could go from place to place with teleportation by using the map Mm -hmm. but like they they kind of force you to explore the ship first, yeah. and because of that, I had a pretty good understanding of where to go. It felt a lot more fluid than I would expect. Like I was just going from place to place to yeah, place to it, place, and I knew where to go. It, isn't and, it and it was it was nice how some of these games from like like they said this is nineteen ninety six. Like how like I want to say almost well made like games like this are made. Like the 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 graphics, um, like the people are fully voiced. Um, it's actually like video recorded acting. Like I think there's like almost thirty characters, and they're all voiced. You know, like this was this was like just around the time I think of like Night Trap and like Sega CD. Yeah. All the all these games that had like basically real people in there, but just a little bit bit crushed, and like they had like low frame rate animations for for uh their face movements i i mentioned this game made me laugh a lot of the the people look like just fucking derpy because of their facial movements and like the way their hands move because they they obviously couldn't fit more than like three frames per second on on some of these animations how um some of the characters they exaggerate like what they are it's like oh this guy's like a serbian 
you know, criminal. So he looks all like scary and stuff like that. Or like this is like Br- British royalty or something like that. So it's like they they make him talk all like hip hip cheerio and whatnot. Uh, yeah, they they have to exaggerate those features because the accents are the worst things I've ever heard. Oh, These voice actors are definitely. Uh, not super experienced. They're probably just some like random developers. Like, hey, we need a voice. Yeah. But we got a I, I think it's I think it's somewhat charming. Let me ask though. I always ask this every episode. Did you have a little bit of a good time playing this game? Oh no, I I enjoyed the game. I would not say point and click adventures are like really my thing. Mm-hmm. Like you you've you chose the nonary games, which I really liked. I this this game is not in the same class. As no, that. no, no. But uh, for what it was, I definitely enjoyed it. Like I I know I'm just poking fun, but it, like it's one of those like. It's a very, very, very like '90s PC game feel. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's hard not to poke fun at it. Oh, but yeah. I think it did a pretty good job about what it wanted like, to do. Graphically, I don't even think it looks that bad, other than the fact that the Steam port of the game is very, very flawed and very bugged. Uh, you, you press. I straight up don't think they should have released this on Steam. I think that like people are happy that the game is on PC and that's great, but. I don't know when this was released. Maybe it was released a couple years ago, or maybe it's new on Steam. I think you might have mentioned it's new on Steam. The modern system does not run no. most of these uh, 90s titles well, and this is no exception. It's like straight up broken in Yeah, I had to change my resolution to like 768 by like 480 just so it wasn't, you know, like the size of a quarter. Uh, there's actually a really funny picture Sam sent me of his screen where it's like you know, a little card-shaped uh, box in the middle of his screen, which apparently he played for, like, over an hour like that. Yeah, I did. I, I, I was like, are you fucking kidding me when I booted up the game and it was, like, literally in 5% of my screen in the center? But uh, I I did some trial and error, and after about an hour of squinting at, like, a Game Boy-sized screen on my on my 27-inch monitor, I, I finally realized, oh, I just have to make my resolution 800 by 600, which came in handy when you came to me asking... Is there any way to not have to like squint at this game as I'm playing it? So that coupled with the fact that I'm not sure if it was for you. I have a multiple display thing. So if I clicked on another display while I was playing the game, it would completely uh, freeze the game and crash. So I was constantly saving to avoid that. I did the same thing. It wouldn't crash for me. Um, I would just click off and be able to click on. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, yeah, probably just whatever my yeah, configuration is. Yeah, this game is. is very. The Steam version is very bugged. Like it's in, it's in pretty good definition, but if you press right at any time, it turns into like super fuzzy. Or if you move, it turns super fuzzy, which is not normal. That's like definitely a bug. At least the game's playable. I know a lot of these '90s games just they're like, oh, you, like they they did not understand that like they're. There, it's possible to have like two megabytes or more of like RAM. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you have one one gigabyte of RAM. That's not enough because they're like, oh, one is less than two. So yeah, yeah, this game's yeah. not going to run. At, at least this one runs. Yeah, we didn't even it, talk it runs about terribly. Like, really what this game, what you do in it though. Like you, st- well, point and click adventure. Well, so it's like the game starts off. It's it's called Adventure in Time. You're basically you just got like removed from your job. Uh, like you said, as an, uh, a bureau agent of the British Secret Service, and you are obviously in Britain, and what happened is you get bombed by the, I guess, supposedly the Germans, and that causes you to go back in time to uh, do your mission again, which you had apparently failed, and which was what caused you to get removed from your uh, position at the service. So you have another chance to... I guess right the the wrongs of the past and so on and so forth. Um, I I did not make that connection. I also didn't beat the game. I'm not sure how far you got. Oh, I I beat it with the perfect ending. 
Oh really? Yeah. The, I I got this game has this I, game has I, eight endings. So I didn't realize that I did not get to a single ending. I I don't know how many hours I played because I like played in this weird configuration to like sometimes audio cut off, so I didn't actually play within Steam. But I think I played probably like three or four hours. I think at the where I was, um, I literally sat the, and beat the game in one sitting. Like I I, well, I, then, I played. The, you're you're a better point and click gamer than me, but I I, I played for like I six got hours. To, a certain German died in the electric bath, and I was like slightly farther than that. I think I actually am not that far in the game. I got caught up in like trying oh, to explore Oh, that's like, like two thirds of the game. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So, I, I will probably go ahead and beat this just because I've been doing a good job about beating the, the games. Nice. Um, I mean, the thing is, this game, like, if you look on how long to beat, like, at least one of the endings is like it's six hours and it's 100% for. Uh, or it's like 11 hours to 100% the game. So it's really not that much of an effort. No. Uh, which, I mean, like, it's a point-and-click adventure game. I'm not, like, saying it has to be super long, but... Uh, Basically, yeah. you know, you go from area to area and person to person speaking to the different NPCs, and they'll tell you, like, their little problem, their issue, and stuff like that, and you can um, solve their issues, solve their little mysteries, but then as you go along, you realize, like, hey, some of these people aren't who they say they are, uh, meanwhile, you have your overarching mich- mission you're trying to solve, and you realize how these people are interwoven with your uh, mission, and so on and so forth. There's some really cool interactions uh, and things you may miss if you're not paying attention. Like, there's certain items you're supposed to pick up in certain areas that if you pick it up directly, you know, someone comes and kills you. But what you actually are supposed to do is, you know, you hide it somewhere else, and then you come back, and they're like, oh, where is it? So blah, 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 and you come back for it later type thing. Um so on and so forth. So there's like really, really cool uh, interaction and movement uh, in this game. Like I, th- I still so, think this game looks pretty good. So, so I, I definitely played it safe. Like in terms of dialogue choices, like the dialogue choices, you could be like, the, there was like this fencing part, which uh, it's like, oh, are you a good fencer? I'm like, yeah, because like he, he was told that I was a good fencer. I could have been like, no, I have no idea how to fence. Like I, I, I picked the safest option yeah. on all of them, but like I also made the safest choices, and I think it worked out uh, well for me. Like things that I didn't have to do. There's like this section where you solve a puzzle and get like a necklace, and you have a fake one, and like you could either put the necklace back, but or put the fake necklace in there, or like don't put anything in there. And I feel like putting the fake necklace necklace in there, like the next dialogue is like, oh, it looks like nothing was stolen from my room. I'm I'm fine with that, but please get out of my room. Yeah. Like it. It seems like choices are rewarded, and yeah. there are branching paths for this game. Literally, I just, like, and the, the the prior choices like branch out even more and more and more. There's, like I said, there's there's eight different endings, uh, with a multitude of different ways you can do things, which I think is is pretty cool and genius for such a such an old game. I think this is a very um, adventurous. What's the word I'm looking for? Ambitious, ambitious game uh, uh, for its time. I. I mean, it's not the the biggest in scope, especially for no, 90s. No, no. It's it's not like Final Fantasy VII, but I think it, it's pretty obvious it was made by a small team. Yeah. Uh, and for a small team, it's pretty impressive. I, I don't think this game was, like, billed as the next AAA title. No, we no, We don't no. even know the people who made it. I think it. these are just some uh, random guys who, like, made random 90s point-and-click games, so... Yeah, I, I, to go back on, like, the fencing, there were random things you could do. Like, there's, like, this blackjack mode, there's a fencing mode. I, so I those think were that... my biggest uh, cons of the game, are these little mini-games. I think they were pretty terrible, like, in general. Yeah, I, I, I think that they were, like, for the most part, unnecessary and, like, easily gameable, or just, like, they didn't lead anywhere. Like, I don't know, maybe the blackjack did mean something, but, like... It does. I... I tried to. Oh, you're nodding that. Oh, it did mean something. Yeah. 
but but like when I was playing it, it just like seemed like a really poorly implemented time waster. It's like oh, the most basic blackjack game if of all you time. When you get things, so I've been winning a lot and nothing's happening. You get to win so. the first one. I win the first one. Oh well, then you well you said do you want to do it again? You said no, and then you get other dialogue uh, choices from other people in the room, like doing certain things okay. and certain orders unlock different dialogue choices and stuff like that. Um, like I said, like all the different missions from all the people are all interwoven. I make for a really cool story. Like I, I, I don't think it's like game changing or anything like that. But I was actually surprised to come back and enjoy this little atmospheric game. Like the the music was like super creepy and atmospheric in some of the areas. So I, I was listening to the music for a while, but it got a little repetitive. Uh, like so each floor base. So maybe I actually ruined the experience because of this. But like I for the first like hour or two I was listening to the music, but it seemed that it was just the same music, uh, like different floors have different music, but like if you just went to a floor, it was the creepy music from one floor, you go up a floor, creepy music from the next floor. I at a certain point turned it off and just listened to my own music. Uh, I I don't think it really changed the atmosphere at least for me, but I appreciated the option for them to let me do that. I think you think that was a bad choice, but I, I think that the music definitely fit the ambiance. It's just it's just a little too nineties. Yeah, video game like uh, loops weren't as long as like I. It's just not something I wanted to listen to for like. I I, I definitely hours think straight, I have know? a little bit of bias and nostalgia goggles for a game like this because, like I said, I don't remember this game at all. I just remember being fucking scared. I remember like there's like those baths with like this creepy music. I used to be fucking terrified of that shit. So it's like, a- did did you get scared this time? Uh, there are some parts that, like, I'm like, oh, I remember being scared in this room, I don't remember why, and it kind of gave me anxiety, but, like... <laughs> well, I'm sorry for laughing at your anxiety, but I would not consider this a scary game at all. No. I mean, like, scary if you realize that there's impending doom. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, like, the the, the captain's like, oh, I lost my binoculars, it's dark at night, and I can't find see glaciers. binoculars? I, I tried. I looked all over the, the top floor, and I couldn't find them. I assumed they were on, like, the top floor. That but. was the one thing i remember from this game from the 90s like i i didn't really know where to go for really anything else i remembered where the binoculars were like part way through the game like 75 percent of the way through it they're on the uh uh in the middle of the ship just on, I on see. top just chilling well i mean i was looking in that poop deck all day <laughs> straight up i i i'm like a five-year-old child like i'm i'm like mini dana playing this game I'm like oh shit it's the poop deck let's get a party on the poop deck i just love saying poop deck you notice how like so many can't games from the 90s whether it's playstation playstation like all those games these games are all voice acted like i feel like there was a period in like the 2000s where games just weren't voice acted well i i i like games where i could like kind of tune out and do my own thing so i i don't i i've actually been playing a lot of games that aren't voice acted i i play more games that are not voice acted than voice acted so when i play a game that is voice acted that is something special to me so i'm maybe i'm not the best person to talk to about that but yeah i guess i guess the voice acting was dece yeah i'll go that far it's just a story driven game yeah i like most story driven game i mean i guess cave story that we played that and had no dialogue that's just like yeah it's like it's like playing animal crossing and being like this voice acting is is amazing. amazing listen some games have like amazing beeps like have you ever played uh golden sun i haven't that, i've heard very good that things. is like the best like dialogue you know what i'm talking about i haven't played golden sun i'm sorry i can't say that well meaning like you know how like there's no like dialogue in games so they just have like noises that like represent them talking 
I I I feel like there is a term for that that I just don't know, but I I think I get what you're saying. I mean, you could basically make them do that in the Titanic game when you accidentally spam click a door and then they say like the same thing like 35 times in a row. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like sometimes the voices don't stop. Like if you if you don't hit a choice, it'll just repeat the same thing over and over again in infinity. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, I just wish the Steam client wasn't so fucking buggy. Like it's actually like like astoundingly like instantly noticeably buggy. It's astoundingly like I feel like this was a lazy port just for fans who wanted to prey off nostalgia, or not prey off nostalgia, but wanted to relive nostalgia. Like, literally you. Like, you, the reason why you picked this game was like, oh, shit, they have this on Steam. I'm so happy. Let's play this game. The, I feel like if I was Steam, and I was Steam pre-Greenlight, this game would not be on Steam. Since Greenlight, like, a lot of games have just, like, gotten on Steam that are, like, so low quality. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think they have Greenlight anymore. I think well, they actually it, got rid of the just, program. It, what's the shame, though, is, like, I don't think this is a low-quality game. It's just, they're just, what's the word I'm looking for? They're just glaring issues. Like you said, like, the... Yeah, it, it's a lazy port. Yeah. So. It's, it's like, uh, I, like, there's certain ports, like, that, for the Switch I know of good games but like they're near unplayable so like it it turns a great game into a zero out of ten experience i i'm not saying that that steam wouldn't let this on if the port was good i'm just saying yeah, like yeah, if yeah. some human actually vetted this they'd be like oh you know this no is gonna one's, make people no lose trust that client. shit then, you know that's why they have like take a shit simulator on there and stuff like that so <laughs> yeah pretty much i so on on like the spam clicking like it was it was actually pretty useful in the fencing section where I just like spam clicked yeah, as I, hard I just, as I could. I just you know go left, right, left, right with your your thing while you're spamming and spamming and spamming, and he's like, "Un God, un God." And then then he got his ass win. kicked. Yeah, I stabbed him ass. in the stomach with a knife. Then he gives you his ring. Yeah, the, the spoilers for all the people who are going to play the Titanic video game. I, like I think the interwoven stories and like little missions and like things that you like, give to people are pretty cool. Do you want to know the ending? Do you give a fuck? Or are you going to play it? Don't tell me the ending. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. But my guess is that the Titanic sinks and everyone dies. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, or, or not. <laughs> or not. Or not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We'll find out next I, week. Want to know, know who I, I think should die? All those terrible people in crowds blocking my path. I try to click. They just stare at me. And they don't have any dialogue. They don't even come up to me. They don't give me the oh, time the, of the day. The generic people that just make it so, oh, look, there's other people than just like the 30 NPCs that you can talk to. Yeah, the the other 2,170 people. There's like 2,200 people on the Titanic, I guess. I know this now. Um, but yeah, all this the- This game, you learn a little bit. Like a lot of the people and names and events that are discussed in the game actually really happened and were real people like the guy who owned macy's yeah exactly like that kind of stuff who was on the ship and you actually find his cufflink so all those generic npcs that were wearing shitty clothing for for some reason every single person that you talk to is like like extremely extravagantly dressed like pink suits that, that's like because massive you, feathers so that's because you are on first class and those are all millionaires. Literally, the only people that got on the Titanic were millionaires, and then everyone else was kept below decks. Like normal people weren't really lo- loud, uh, like in the smoking rooms or like in any of like the lounges where you spent uh, a portion of the game. If I was on the Titanic, I'd finesse my way in there. I'd be like, "Big shot in the making." Listen to my podcast, and they'd be like, "What via Telegram?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." yeah. Yeah, but listen to the virtual it's telegram just, it's, podcast. It's just like beep 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 beep. Oh, that was funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. All comedy podcasts were listed as comedy under 
Apple Podcast. I'm sorry. Can we actually to like been export misled. this podcast into? Um, I could probably find something on Fiverr, just like uh, just like that fucking commercial that we made. I, 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 well, no, just, Telegram transcriber. Just like export an entire thing to Morse code. I could. All those people who only speak Morse code would probably be happy about that. Or I could just like post it on Telegram, the messaging client, which I use a lot. It's oh. pretty dope. Podcast sponsored by Telegram and Poop Decks. I love some Poop Decks. <laughs> so if you're all. So, all over. So, final thought: If you are a Titanic fan for whatever reason, um, I, Titanic apparently that's like people are really big Titanic fans. It's, I, I guess. think it's a cool event. Like based on this and like the Nonary Games, I think like the concept of everything that happened, everything that went wrong, like the thing with like the bad steel, like that's a real thing that like happened and stuff like that. You know, like yeah, just the optics of like <sighs> I think the Titanic was super cool, man. It, I'm. It was really cool how those people sank into the frozen sea. Not cool. So I think it was an interesting event. That's better. That's we're no longer canceled. We've (laughs) we've been renewed for a second season. I'm just like, there we go, Titanic, bro. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I'm gonna bro out and talk about the Titanic with my bros. You're wearing shades indoors, like a cool cool guy. The the big dog Titanic shirt. Dana McCool. Yeah. The we're we're big fans of Big Dog. This if, if we could get a Big Dog sponsorship cuz we like I know I know that you guys all hate ads, but if we were reading about these cool ass Big Dog shirts, you wouldn't hate the ads. They'd be like, "Wow, he's wearing a shirt that says uh I farted and it smells bad and it's like a picture of a dog with his arms crossed." You would love that. <laughs> They're like the most boomer shirts you have ever seen in your life and it's all like a fat dog with sunglasses and they're all fucking amazing or offensive or just the most obscene thing you've ever seen in your life not obscene but like just boomer yeah it's it's like they're offensive but like you know it's coming from a place that's not like they're not even trying to be offensive it's just like they have like a dog but it's like the few the proud the big dogs and it's just like (laughs) they're wearing like marine stuff it's like i feel like that's insulting in some way but it's (laughs) i I can't put my finger you do your thing big dog you're just trying to make some boomer shirts no but the titanic one is really good it's like the dog's dog's head is an iceberg yeah it's like nothing gets past the big dog and there's a titanic sinking on it it's just like oh my god and the dog's head is the iceberg (laughs) yeah more more national tragedies please on big dog shirts Specifically, what's what's your favorite? Like what the the fucking triangle place fire in New York where where workers died and it led to a lot of worker safety regulations from the early 1900s. Let's get that on a big dog shirt. Do Wait, you what? think that? <laughs> don't worry about it. Let's move on. Uh, do you think that like what what's the age you have to be where you actually know what big dog is? Because I feel like anyone under the age of twenty right now has no idea what big dog shirts are. But at the same time, I mean, I think it's just relic of like two thousands and stuff like that. It's like there are a lot of like um, influencers and stuff that you like follow online, whether it's like Mega sixty four or Maddox or like just relics of like old internet. And you think Big Dog is old internet, not just old person on internet? I feel like Big Dog is still relatively popular with the older crowd. It's just that like the emphasis on like Big Dog as a brand is just not there anymore. Because you could get like these shirts that are like, "I will fight for my country." Uh, I am a, a big. I'm dog. a big dog. You get that at, like a gas station. You just think of it as a gas station shirt more than anything. <laughs> But no, this is like literally an entire company based around gas station shirts. Yeah, I. The thing is, I wish people knew the influence Big Dog used to have. The, Big Dog is still going strong. 
But they used to be like literally like they could, there could be like a country of big dog, the United States of big dog. That's probably a shirt, honestly. I mean, it is is very um, good branding. I will give it that. Is it though? The, the with the with the iceberg and the national tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I le- I legit am going to buy that shirt. Like I'm not even. If you, I think it is a discontinued shirt. They don't. Not all the big dog products are oh, currently in stock. Oh no! You can't you can't say that. Titanic. Big dog. Shirt. I found the image on Pinterest. I couldn't find the the page anymore. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. If you can't run with the big dog, stay on the porch. That's a that's a dope shirt. Honestly, I've never seen a funnier shirt. I've never seen a better shirt. I don't even know what the shirt looks like, but I can imagine it. I'm imagining dog, arms crossed with sunglasses, and there's like angry font. That's a sick shirt, man. Like I. I've been looking at it like the the thing is they're also weirdly categorized like I was looking at the big dog shirt uh humor page last night because of course I was at three in the morning what else are you gonna do and like one of the shirts like in their humor section was like I wake up tired and I'm awake at night it's like that's just like the symptom of a depressed adult that's not a that's not like humor that's not funny big dog that's someone who who needs someone to confide in so, for those who have no idea what's going on, we got technical issues. We got issues with the technology. So, what are we going to do? Cuz I don't as far as I could tell, we we talked about the things we wanted to talk about, and now we're just like in the situation where we have nothing to do. We could talk about Brick Squad. Brick Squad Monopoly. Like the board game Monopoly. Monopoly game images. There is not. Beans! We're talking about beans! We're making a bean cast. Gonna be a bean cast. Gonna talk about beans. Cause we're having tech issues. We don't know what to do. We talked about shit. It didn't get recorded. So I'm just saying the word beans over and over <laughs> again. Beans, 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 bean cast. The bean kick. The bean kicked The in. bean kicked in. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Forgot forgot right before the podcast, I ate a kidney bean, and now look where we are. Wait, what? <laughs> I ate a kidney bean right before the podcast, and now I'm fucking on high. I, I made cupcakes today. Oh, shit. So how did those go, and why? Um, So I was at Aldi, and they had a kit for cupcakes for a dollar, like, 87. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to make cupcakes. So I did, and I had to make, I had, like, whip butter, and it was, like, super good, and then, like, add, like, confectioner sugar and, like, vanilla to it for frosting. Like, I did a whole thing. You have any idea how hard it is to frost something? I would not ever put in that much effort into, like, I, I'm such a terrible cook. I, I made So, a, no. I made um homemade mac and cheese tonight. As long as you're not making bread. Making bread is, like, a sign of... Of like something terrible happening in your life. I like all like yeah. We're, we're we have this like era. We're actually past it. Like previously in the COVID uh, pandemic, if you've ever heard of it, there was like a bread making phrase. Phrase bread it's, making well, phrase. It's like ha ha ha. We're we're made, learning to make bread, and then it's like shit. Life sucks. Yeah, but like yeah, the the wave of bread making was not due to like people wanting to make bread. It was due to a tidal wave of low-key depression and sadness and yeah it's just it's just realization maybe maybe this bread will fill the void that is fucking hard though like low-key i'm actually i'm an all right cook i i would say i'm a decent following directions or but like i mean that's i'm just way too lazy i mean yeah i mean kind of i if you want to like be a great cook you just like take ingredients and then mix them together like you can't like you can't like freestyle you know dance 
all over, all over the food. Like, I just follow instructions and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not like that meme where the guys, like, put a diamonds all over it with the sunglasses. The, well, that, the well, that's like guy. you. Didn't you make fucking rice? And you're like, oh, I'm going to add these spices. And you're like, oh, this actually sucks. It's just, like, one spot of spice on one yeah, section of rice. Yeah, pretty. And, like, it wasn't even that good. I was like, oh, Chinese five-spice mix. It's like, that's probably good on rice. It wasn't that good on rice. No. Just then, how it is. And then I made that, like, Indian rice. And you said it was two, two white person spice? Yeah, so it's like these recipes that are, like, you, you get, like, fucking a life story about these fucking people. Before they get the recipe, they use, like, white people amount of s- spices. So it's, like, a quarter of a teaspoon of turmeric. It's, like, motherfucker, if this was real authentic shit, they'd be putting, you know, a cup and a half. It's, it's like, the serving size of a pickle in a in a pickle jar. It's, like... One third of a spear, and a spear is already one fourth of a pickle. So you're like doing like calculus, trying to see how many servings of fucking pickle you just had is. Well, so you look at like ramen noodles, and it's like serving size three, and it's like what? (laughs) Serving size three? Yeah, that's like I I've I've been a ramen connoisseur lately. I've been getting all different types of ramen. There's like the single well. By that, I mean I'm just getting, like, this one ramen I've had from China. But, like, one of their flavors, I, like, looked at it, and, like, the one cup of ramen had, like, 1,400 calories, and I wouldn't actually be able to know if I didn't, like, do some math. And by math, I mean times three. But <laughs> it's, like, that's that's un- unnatural for a ramen. Ramen usually, like, maxes out at, like, 700, 800. But I really like that I was impressed, spicy, honestly. Uh, what's it? Shin ramen or whatever? Shin bowl? Yeah, those are pretty fucking Fucking good. amateur. They're spicy. Okay fucking amateur there was fucking shizuren so there was this like ramen noodles i used to get when i was younger uh my one of my best friends he had a thai girlfriend who would get these thai ramen like i said it's not ramen like these thai noodle things they were like duck flavored and they were like clear noodles oh so oh, shit fu- they're so fucking good sounds like uh there's like this clear like calorie free noodle that like comes in a water bag weird as fuck water bag is it like 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 literally the the bag that the noodles are in is like they're they're soaked in water they're like water noodles. no this this came in like a, a little thing like like the fucking normal ramen ass noodles like they're just dry but they're clear we got a ramen normie over here it happens there's the one thing i miss about fucking going to restaurants like are there a shit ton of restaurants that are closing near you i Probably. I'm not like the type to go out or even get takeout during a pandemic. I've been blessed with someone who likes to cook. I so would say I at a least a, th- cooking. a third of restaurants are closing and not coming back. The thing is, so I'm I'm like, I fuck with soup. I'm a soup boy. Like, I've, if like put it on my tombstone, soup boy, Sam. Well, I love ramen. Like, yeah, to the extreme. And that's the one thing that you can't really get to go during a pandemic. Because, like, no. oh, well, you can, but, it just like... isn't good. Takeout soup just doesn't work. You gotta make that soup yourself. That's gonna be... Like, can you make, like, ramen by yourself? Like... The thing is, I always had the controversial opinion. I don't generally like going out to a ramen restaurant because I find that the 10 cent ramen pack is marginally worse, but like it's not enough of an upgrade to like spend $15 on a ramen versus the 10 cent ramen. I think the ramen restaurant we went to was really good. Yeah, that's pretty good, but we should uh stop making feel bad making people feel bad that like we're actually friends and we hang out. They they don't want to hear that. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess I guess we won't be going to ramen restaurants anymore, so no reason to feel bad, because no. my co-host actually detests me. Yeah, you disgust me. It's pretty me. chill. 
I mean, like, what else are you supposed to do? We've been recording for like three to five hours. I haven't really been keeping track, and all of a sudden the audio dies. It's just we're on edge right now. We're so pissed. <laughs> then I haven't had a, a single white claw tonight. I am hopped up on coffee though. Yeah, we are. We're we're both doing sober October. After I finally pinned down Dana and told him that he has a problem, and I, you know, he was crying, and I, I was have... beating the shit out of him. I have like one and a half white claws once a week. I mean, like you say that now, but you you don't even remember when I was beating the ever living shit out of you at the intervention because that's how I do my well, interventions. Maybe you were I do the a one, lot of them, and I'm just maybe you were the people. one drunk. Yeah, that's it was my intervention. You don't remember it. <laughs> I blacked. I've been doing a lot of uh, interventions, all for me. From compassion, I'd, I'd beat the what shit out of Dana. What is your sweatshirt? It has like eyes on it. I gotta sound like the biggest fucking like douchebag on the planet, but this is a Fendi sweater. Fendi is a high. It's like, excuse, yeah, this I, is a I Gucci know, bag. I know what Fendi is. You fucking... okay? A lot of people don't. Which I mean, I guess I'm 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 solidifying myself. Oh, you you know what Fendi is? I'm impressed, but I'm solidifying myself Fuck as a douchebag here. <laughs> but like. I know, like, honestly, like, most people don't know what it is. The amount of times people have asked me, like, oh, big fan of how I've trained your dragon, huh? I'm like, what? And it's like, oh, you have toothless on your sweater. I'm just like, you know what? This, sir, is a Fendi sweater. This is a what, genuine what, what Fendi. Get out of my valet spot. Is it a Halloween Fendi sweater? No, it's just Fendi, like, their brand is, like, they have a lot of stuff with these eyes. It's, it's like, part of their logo, actually. If you search Fendi, like, backpacks, they all have these eyes. It just so happens that it also really looks like the toothless dragon. I don't know. I've never seen it. I hate kids' movies. I hate anything that make, makes you feel good. It, like, it hurts me on the inside. So, I will say, I cold, will say, con- compared to other kids' movies, How I Trained Your Dragon is legitimately good. There was a time when I was... So, like, I've mentioned being in Micronesia a little bit before. The thing about being in an island nation is that they don't really have internet, so the things you bring, the things you buy over there, like whatever it is, bootleg discs of movies, that's what you're going to watch because you can't just like go on YouTube. You can't just like yeah, that's all they even have. play like like if you can't even download a game, like a 40 gigabyte download. One, you have to like buy satellite cards, so you're not actually going to get like enough money to download the game because they're by bandwidth and they're also at a timed rate like you buy two hours of internet and you buy like max x amount of gigs and it's slow as shit anyway but yeah like i i was left to my own devices uh left to whatever bootleg movies they had in the bootleg store i watched a lot of shitty movies how i trained your dragon is not a shitty movie i watched it multiple times in fact so is what I, you're saying if you brought an sd to snes there you can sell them for a million dollars a piece no well then yeah, well then, <laughs> looks like you think you know your shit about Micronesia, and I'm here to tell you that, as resident douchebag, you don't know you don't know about Palau. You don't rep Palauan. You said uh, it was media. Sick. You said it was sick as shit, though. Yeah, I like Palau. Palau's it's, pretty cool. You're gonna, yeah, Palau's pretty cool. You're probably not gonna <laughs> get to go there right now because they're I, pretty I good. I really about, like that. You're like Palau's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I it is really cool, but unfortunately, we're we're like. I don't really know what these places are going to do because, like, Palau has not had a single COVID case, and I don't think they want one. So it might be a bit I'm before people gonna are go- going to Palau. Google Palau COVID. Palau. No, I, I've Googled it many times. Maybe they got their first case in, like, the last month or so. But, like, what are they going to do? Like, they're in the middle of nowhere. They could just they could just say no to, to people wanting to come in. Dude, the whole I'm- country only has 20,000 people. Like, imagine, like, whatever. I'm not going to, like, dox where you live, but, like, 
imagine whatever suburb of Chicago. Like that's more people than the entire country of Palau. So what you're saying is we could all go take them over if we wanted to. Yes, but I wouldn't recommend it because they used to be a U.S. territory in the U.S. The uh, like keyword they got a being, lot of stuff over there. Keyword being used to. Yeah. So what you're saying is that they wouldn't they wouldn't flinch like the U.S. wouldn't we, care if we Palau ta- was taken we over. We taken it back. <laughs> we taken it back. Oh God. Yeah. Let's you not might. Start you a might. Military you might. Coup. You might want to cut that. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut it. The world needs to know. The world, we're not censoring the uh, military military uh, leader Dana here. General Dana coming after those Palauan resources. What, you're going to go after Naru too, Vanuatu? You're going to go to Tuvalu and just say, you know what? Those .tv domains, they're good, but I need something better. I need to fucking take the capital of uh, Tonga, Nuku'alofa. Is, uh, Make, name it Danaville. Do people live in like Bikini Atoll? I don't think so because there was a little bit of a nuke there. Yeah, they like bomb shit there, right? Just to, like test nukes. Yeah, and one of them was not good. The the one that like was supposed to be like one megaton, and like they're like, oops, all fifteen megatons. Kind of like a Captain Crunch. Then that like box. completely like fucking ruined the area forever. Isn't it like? Does yeah, that like have much. like long like lasting impacts on like the rest of the world? I can't imagine. It, have, it has like long term impacts on that one area, and like a lot of the nuclear fallout like travel like. If you, well, if you it's were, like, like out- water. It's like you, you you shit in water, and like that shit like travels. You know what I mean? Like I imagine it's the yeah, same thing. Yeah, but with, like, like your your shit in uh, Miami Beach is not gonna like give someone dysentery in in the UK. Well, but if it was fifteen megatons of shit, it might. That's a. I mean, that might have some <laughs> other global impacts. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You- <laughs> like. <laughs> What's what like? This is we're getting to the bottom of the barrel here, but like, what is? What do you think is the most? Because like a fifteen megatons, that's like a measure of force, right? That's like TNT explosion. What's what's the most like newtons that you think like 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 a violent shit? Do you think it could like like injure a person based on the velocity, based on the velocity and mass? Um, we're gonna say speed of a shit. Oh my god, there are so many articles. See, we're not the like it's it's like the South Park joke when he tries to make the biggest shit. It's like many people have asked the question. What so is the largest? So it takes roughly twelve seconds to, for a full piece of shit to be voided. That's um, a very, very long time. When I think about it, like count to twelve. The model estimated the universal poop time was five point six seconds, not twelve. So it's somewhere between five point six and twelve seconds. So let's say like nine seconds. What speed would poop coming out of your butt have to be in order? This is in order to achieve lift. Do we need in order to achieve lift? Like we're talking like. Like leaving Earth's orbit, like so you would your your shit would have to come out of your ass at the speed of one uh three thousandths of the speed of light. <laughs> I I, I at one three thousandth of the speed of light is actually pretty fast. I will I, say I that looked up that one Reddit that's like they did the math and someone actually did the math on like shitting. Of course they did. We need a, we need a physicist on the podcast to confirm. I know we're not normally the type to have guests on the podcast, but when you got when you got a conversation like this, when you got a real a really a really big thinking man's topic, we're gonna have that's when o- you need to get the physicist. We're gonna have Obama on the cast next week. 
I mean, we, like, we need to even the playing field with uh, Michelle Obama's podcast. Her first guest was Obama, and, like, we're on episode... <laughs> this is the 25th episode. Whatever whatever this episode is, like, this is basically, like, three mini-episodes put together because we, we have no idea what we're doing, and we still have tech issues six months in. But Obama should be here. It's, like, honestly, it's our right to have Obama on the podcast. Well, no, we gotta one-up. Like, what's, what's, like, we gotta have, like, Jesus on the podcast. I mean, who's who's to say we don't have Jesus on every episode of the podcast? Jesus is with us. Well, I, it, like quite literally, he's just like standing in the back, like a slightly off screen, just doesn't say anything. I'm res- I'm sorry, but like a comment responding to like the the speedier shit would have to be around one three thousand speed of light, and someone responds like, "Well, the McRib couldn't have come back at a better time." Oh my god, you're. This is what I have to deal with. He's telling me funny comments, but at the same time, he's on fucking Reddit while we're trying to record. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? There's Come no on. news. It's like, what the Come fuck? Come on. We want to have, like, interesting shit, and it's just I like... I pay you $35 an hour to be on this podcast. Really? I've been so- depositing... Direct deposit. Are you not getting it? Did I put the wrong bank account number in? Motherfucker, I will talk for, like, 20 hours. Like, motherfucker, like... I'm paying you $35 an hour, and all I get is, like, I'm reading Reddit while I'm recording. Are you fucking serious? I'm sorry. Like, are, are you fucking doing this to me? Are you fucking trying to bankrupt me right now? You think my money is not valuable? Do you think that your my time isn't valuable? Because, I, I like, I'm paying you $35 sh- an hour, but, like, at the same time, like, I'm here. I'm here. Wa- I'm ready to record. I play I the game, wanna, too. Whatever shitty game you sure pick. Like, what's some, like, Titanic game? Good. Like, you think I care know? about the Titanic? I was gonna like you I think that like say I something like that was come on good man for the podcast you know, like, like you, you think like oh we're in, we're gonna play a spooky game when you give me this game that's like not even hear. fucking like even like it remotely scary. man shut the fuck up you said you liked this game you said it was pretty like oh, it was kind of yeah, cool but like it, I I like the game I like I valued our friend at least I thought I valued our friendship and then like you're coming here and like you're saying like oh I'm like let's check out this Reddit comment it's really funny I'm like are you fu- we're trying to have like a fucking really good conversation like we're talking about like some shit flying out now like what come on what like when we started this podcast do you really think we'd be talking like shit flying out of our mouths at the speed of light like no <laughs> like maybe maybe some shit's coming out of your mouth right now at the speed of light like fucking can't st- like you ever heard of logaria we're just talking full-on diarrhea man you said logaria and then you said log logaria is an actual thing that's that's diarrhea of the mouth that's when you can't stop can't shut the fuck up dude I would be willing to bet uh, if you timed uh, our talking times, you would have like 95%. Yeah, honestly, honestly, like, first of all, first of all, for all the comments, like, are like, you know, you ever like go on those like YouTube, uh, like drama pages? It's like, are, are Aaron and John John okay? Are, uh, I don't know, some, are Sam Hyde and Lena Dunham okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess no on that one, but. Are Dana no. and Sam okay? Like based on that cover, don't worry. Dana, Dana could take an emotional beating like a man. Yeah, I had uh, many years of uh, experience from uh, family and or friends. So Jesus you know. Christ, that's heavy, <laughs> man. <laughs> I can talk about how Logan Paul did fucking Pokemon card openings on fucking YouTube to like four hundred thousand viewers, and it, it probably really... made a lot of cards more expensive. So, for example, I sold, let's see, I sold roughly $3,800 in cards in January, all original old school stuff. Those same cards today, like today, like if I were to sell them, I would have got close to thirty grand for them. Jesus. Why yeah. didn't you do that? Well, be, like at the time, they were already like super high up and worth a whole lot. Very, very upset about that. Then Logan Paul came along. 
Well, it, it was before that. During the um, COVID, if you, people don't know, I'm a huge uh, trading card collector, Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, during COVID, everyone got their checks and spent all their money on the old school Pokemon cards. All the Instagram kids went crazy, and all that stuff went up like tenfold. Like, uh, don't fucking smile at me. I'm a huge no. I'm fucking- like, I'm like, I, I'm not smiling at you. I'm smiling at the fact, like, I guess that makes sense. But really, people like were like, oh, we got. A government check let's spend it on pokemon Cause, cards because literally it's it's a it's a foolproof investment it literally is pokemon cards go up in price forever they never will pokemon's the number one license in the world it uh, officially took over took um star wars in popularity i mean i guess it's the same with like snes games even though people don't want to admit it like admit like snes games literally do not go down in price so if, something, if a game I, is like five dollars and then it's a hundred dollars it will be a hundred dollars forever, with the exception where of Earthbound. I disag- where I disagree is that little kids aren't interested in SNES cartridges. It's only older people. Where Pokemon, Pokemon transcends all barriers that all other hobbies have. Like only older people play Magic. Only old people do sports cards. Little kids like Pokemon cards. Adults like Pokemon. You know, like uh, people our age like Pokemon stuff like that. It's one of the only hobbies that hits all age groups and can capitalize on it. You know. But at the same time, like, who's who's going to, like, let their kid buy a $200 Pokemon card if they're, like, a well, It's adult. more so they get, they get it from a pack, and it's worth $500. You know, you can buy a $4 pack of Pokemon cards and get, like, a $500 card. But also, which, like, I feel like a kid is not going to understand the value of money and, like, sell a card for $500. Maybe maybe their parents will. Maybe they're like, oh, shit, that's a $500 card. Uh, to go back onto my topic, though, um, Logan Paul did an opening of the original Pokemon set first edition, paid two hundred something, uh, $210,000 for the box, and he opened it up live on stream. And because of that, um, cards from that set have gone from, like, $100 to, like, $400. Like, some of those first edition Charizards went from, like, ten grand to, like, thirty. dollars grand like it's completely now is that like a good thing or a bad thing are you are you like a a holder it's it's good and bad in the sense that now everyone thinks he was also doing this thing where he'd pull like common cards like oh psa 10 30 grand is worth that so now people are coming into everyone's store saying like oh i have that cards worth 30 grand right it's like well no it you have like it's like cut in half it's worth like a dollar you know (laughs) you know so it's like um that and he he was ruining every card as he was opening the packs. It's like those packs are old. They're not made like new packs. Like how he's like holding them, like gripping them like super hard with his hands, like pulling them. Like literally, he's like, oh, PSA 10 is so good, you know, blah, blah, blah. For those who don't know, PSA uh, is a grading company that grades cards on a scale of 1 to 10. You know, if you get a card that's a 10, it, it, it could, you know, hundredfold the worth of the, the card. Um, but the way he was holding and handling every single card was damaging them immediately. So it was just like super frustrating for anyone that's into collecting, uh, watching him literally ruin the most iconic and expensive cards in the hobby. I mean, I, I told you about my like extremely good idea about a YouTube channel if I was like, fuck you rich, where I would just like take the rarest things in everyone's hobby and eat them. Like it, it, not even not even if it was like the worst thing for my health to just like here's this black lotus going in my mouth. Yeah, here's- like I, I I I've actually talked about the same thing with like some people at work. How it would be like you just like fuck you, Rich. You like you know buy like fucking uh, stadium events for like NES and just like <laughs> eat it. It's like I eat I'm like, it. I'm like this is this is painful. I might actually have to go to the hospital get this game extracted from my stomach. I need I need to show the world though how a stadium events cart. <laughs> tastes or even just destroying it i think would be really funny but yeah trading cards man if you got pokemon cards uh send them to uh my po box i will um, uh 69 fake street nairobi kenya i'm gonna make a po box right right next to the hello kitty store in liberia i'm gonna have a patreon 
and OnlyFans and a P.O. box. And you can send me your Pokemon cards. OnlyFans, just like, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there was, it was going to get graphic. W- would you have an OnlyFans for a certain amount of money? I mean, like, the thing is, all these people who say, no, it's the principle, I feel like people don't understand the concept of life-changing money if they actually think that. Like, No. It's like, people are like, oh, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? It's like, I, I, I don't know anyone that wouldn't. Like, that's a million dollars. And, like, even if people say, like, like a million dollars, like, you go, well, what about nine 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 nine? And, like, I like the threshold is significantly lower if you just keep lowering it dollar by dollar. Like, but the thing about, like, an OnlyFans specifically is that, like... It like would I have to do this for the rest of my life, or would it be like a a two time thing, and then like no, yeah, the like, pictures like, would follow me forever, like, like four years, but you would like you, you'd make like two hundred grand a year. And that wouldn't be that I would like I'm even even if I made thirty thousand dollars a year and like went up to two hundred thousand dollars a year, I don't think that'd be life changing money because uh, the thing is like if you calculate it. Like, if you make $100,000 a year and you work for 40 years, that's $4 million. So, like, you would pretty much need $4 million that, like, yeah, obviously having it up front is better because then you could, like, invest it and stuff like that. But, like, you pretty much need a way, if you want to live super well, to have, like, $4 million after a certain amount of time and then you could retire without having to worry about it. You could probably do it, like, $3 million, but, like... $200,000 is just not significant enough money uh, to do OnlyFans for four years. You'd have Dude, to talk to me like, like maybe had, a million. If I had $200,000, man, oh, I'd buy so much Chipotle. You'd buy a lot of Chipotle? You'd definitely not want OnlyFans after that. Let's just say that. <laughs> or maybe there's some, probably some people that do. Yeah, there's probably some people who want that, that chili boy. Dana over here. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, this is the worst conversation of all time. Jesus Christ. Hey guys, so if you like the episode, uh, make sure to follow Virtual Homework Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and rate it five stars if you can. Or if you hate it, do five stars anyway, or uh, I will find you. If you rate it less than five stars, Dane will be bound and gagged on a train track. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>